One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to The World in 10. I'm Toby Gillis. And I'm Rebecca Myers. And if regular listeners are thinking this is an uncharacteristically straight introduction for me, you're absolutely right. Why? Well, it's a day when we are on our very best behaviour, and for once that even includes Toby, (laughs) because the actual Prime Minister is in the Times of London's offices. He is, and I am, and we'll be hearing from Rishi Sunak shortly, but we're actually going to begin by going from the top of politics to the top, and I mean the very top, of rock and roll, and an extraordinary story about none other than Elvis Presley. Sometimes an amazing news story has been hiding in plain sight for years, even decades, and it just takes someone to uncover it. Yes, today might be one of those days, and we both opened the Times app this morning and were immediately drawn to the following headline. Is Elvis Presley due his Me Too moment? Yeah, this is the story of Elvis's countless young, and by young we mean 14-year-old, girlfriends, and the fact it was so well known when he was alive and yet so widely glossed over. So it's a review of a new documentary which effectively allows the viewer to make up their own minds, presents all the information, but Lisa Verico has gone deeper for the Times and told us while there are dozens of teenagers he had some sort of relationship with, it doesn't seem to be as clear-cut a case as the likes of Jeffrey Epstein or R. Kelly. What really struck me about it was the lack of sex. You know, this guy is the sexiest guy on the planet. He's absolutely beautiful. Every woman who talks about him says he's the, it was just so incredible looking. We all know, like, you know, his sexy dance moves. And yet there hardly seems to be any sex in it at all. And the interesting thing is the director, Barbara Shearer, I asked the question to her about, you know, is he overdue a Me Too? And she said, well, you know, I'm not sure because she interviewed over 50 women, Elvis exes, and she said every single one, they had not a bad word to say, they had no regrets, they would do it again. One of the women I spoke to, Francis Forbes, said it was the most magical time in my life. So if none of these women were caught in a trap, is this story just a bunch of modern, suspicious minds looking for something that isn't there? Well, this is why Lisa wrote the piece, and in it she says, Elvis comes across as a pushy, petulant sex pest, fondling schoolgirls he's only just met, seemingly baffled by anyone who dares to reject his advances. So she seems to have made up her mind. Elvis does deserve this scrutiny, despite some women revealing he just used to take them to amusement parks or ice rinks or play gigs for them, rather than anything that you may consider truly sinister. But as Lisa points out, her feelings on it relate more to the fact that he did this throughout his whole career, not just when he was also young. And she's not alone in her view. There is an author who appears in episode three who is quoted in the piece as saying, you know, today Elvis would be sharing a jail cell with R. Kelly. And 
there's a lot of people saying, oh, this is rubbish, even though people knew that he met with Stella at age 14 when he was in Germany. So I, certainly it was a different time, just a different time for teenage girls in the southern states. How long would it have gone on if Elvis hadn't died? That's what I was thinking at the end of the documentary. But it is a balanced piece that you can read on the Times app, and the comments below it today suggest the readers are 50-50, really, over whether Elvis should be cancelled or just simply left to rest in peace. There are 16 lifts in the Times building, servicing 17 floors. I'm in one of them now. You may be able to hear Times radio in the background. But why am I in one just travelling around? Well, it's because I'm scared I won't get one when I need it today. It took me 10 minutes for a lift to come this morning when I arrived. The reason? The Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, is in the building today. And some of them have been blocked off for him and his entourage, of course. And what a day for him to be quizzed by the Times. Back to Rebecca, and as if by podcast magic, me, in the studio. And we'll explain more. Yes, Mr Sunak is here on a big day of Times reporting on the economy and questions over how much the government should be helping people struggling with inflation. Our inflation in the UK is among the highest in Europe. Yeah, literally minutes before the Prime Minister was questioned at the Times' CEO summit, the Bank of England raised interest rates to 5%, the highest the UK has seen in 15 years because inflation is stubbornly refusing to come down. And people here, as they are around the world, are already struggling to pay their mortgage and this could now only get worse. And within the coverage of this story is a piece that debates whether the government should ever jump in to help those in that kind of situation. Yeah, for Rishi Sunak, it is an awkward time. It's not long since he pledged to halve inflation by the end of the year, something he now admits has just gotten more difficult. But he is keen to remind Britons they're not alone in dealing with these issues. First of all, it's important to remember there's a global context for this. Interest rates in America, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, all at very similar levels to what we're seeing here in the UK. Even in Europe, interest rates are a 20-year high. Many of you would have seen the comments yesterday from people on the ECB Council, the Bundesbank. This is a global challenge. And part of the reason it's become more challenging here recently is because the economy has outperformed. Remember, everyone was forecasting a recession in the UK for the beginning of this year. That didn't happen. Where is there a recession in Germany? Mr Sunak has spoken on a whole host of issues today, including artificial intelligence, which has been a major talking point recently. And you can read all the coverage of the CEO Summit on the website now. We've heard a lot about how politicians are facing more aggression and threats to their safety in recent times as politics gets angrier. Here in Britain, two members of parliament have been killed in the last seven years. And in the US, millions of dollars is spent on protecting members of Congress every year. But in France, politicians are, well, they're just quitting. In the last three years, more than a thousand mayors and local council members have resigned after being threatened, assaulted or targeted by social media campaigns. This week, a mayor in the south quit after a council member was punched by a man whose house had flooded. And small town mayors in France have 
have a lot of responsibilities and a lot of contact with people every day. And the numbers are shocking. More than 13,000 mayors have been threatened, 2,000 physically assaulted since 2020, according to the Association of French Mayors. Yeah, and the incidents just keep coming. On Wednesday night, the mayor of Toulouse, Jean-Luc Moudonc, was attacked with bottles and trash cans, he says, by far-left climate campaigners at a music festival. The attack's been condemned by the Interior Minister and others, with some calling France a sick society. And that's just one of loads of great pieces today. There's also a fascinating report I wanted to mention on a year on since Roe v Wade from Texas, with a quote really stood out to me. With every passing day, I felt the state's intentional cruelty. So you head online to thetimes.co.uk to read that, plus any live updates on news of the missing Titan sub. are just over a week away from Wimbledon here in the UK. Probably our most beloved sporting event of Ooh, the you're summer. You're going to upset the cricketers <laughs> about that. Yeah, especially <laughs> in the midst of the cricket. But I'm going to I'm going to hold my ground on that one. But the organisers have come under fire today for tweeting an artwork of some of the past winners and quote unquote epic rivalries yeah, they've described. Uh, they have. The problem is they've left out Andy Murray, the only British man to win the singles at Wimbledon in 87 years. So understandably, someone we're quite proud of. There is a lot of anger about it, including from his fellow pro brother, Jamie, who tweeted his ire. But Rebecca, no one's as angry as you. (laughs) I am really fuming about this one because not only is there no Andy Murray, but in my opinion, far, far worse. They've put all the women, all the female players at the back, in the background behind this like glass screen. You know, all the greats, all the female greats are just in the background. It just looks awful. And I think tennis is normally very kind of gender equal, but I found this infuriating. Finally, a topic of hot debate. Trainers in the office. I'm all for it. (laughs) Toby brought this up this morning with a grin on his face because I have come into the office today in trainers, not something I often do. Um, And he thought, for once, he hadn't. No, I haven't. Well, it turns out, live in the studio, we have an example of the dress sneaker. (laughs) This is a shoe, apparently, that looks like a brogue or a smart shoe but has a trainer sole, which Toby is wearing today. Yeah, and the article in the Times today absolutely hates them, says that perhaps <laughs> I lack confidence. I think the listener will beg to differ. But that's about all we've got time for, so I'm going to very comfortably jog on, and we'll see you tomorrow on The World in 10. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. 
That's stamps.com code program.